It is Tuesday, November 2nd, election day all across the country. Particularly nationally, we've been we've been focusing on the Virginia gubernatorial race. It is said to be a bellwether. It is said to predict, to forecast, to foreshadow 2022 midterms. And it is it has been pitted as a referendum on the Biden regime. In this special edition, election edition of J. Shakur Reports, I analyze the election from the lens of a black voter and black voters. I talk about and really dissect and analyze the pitch of white Democrats, of Democrats, of liberals for the black vote. Thank you guys for listening to this edition of J. Shakur Reports. everybody jay shakur here i want to thank you first of all for taking time out of your day out of your schedule to come and see what i'm up to to pay attention to the content i'm putting out to share it to like it to comment i appreciate all of the interaction i get from you i would like to talk about the new workflow for this channel i'm more motivated than ever i'm more encouraged than ever to continue to put out content that informs inspires and encourages those who follow me this channel is dedicated to two things, a couple things. Number one, it's solely dedicated to changing the narrative podcast, my long form podcast where I talk to people from all walks of life about everything from politics to spirituality to exercise, to family, everything. As well as this is a YouTube channel, home to as of now, the sister podcast, Jay Shakur Reports. The workflow is changing just a little bit, but there are three days weekly that I think you guys should pay attention to. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, particularly now. Every Monday and Friday, as I've been doing for a while now, you'll see Jay Sh- you'll see two or three segments from Jay Shakur Reports. That is the sister podcast, as I mentioned, to Changing the Narrative. It's where I talk about the news of the day, and I get into really the misreported and underreported news stories. I attempt to, in an unbiased way, give you the news, share then commentary on that news, what that may mean, more so the why of the what if you get what i'm saying that will be coming to you every monday and friday look out for that on this channel about two or three segments both days as well changing there to return the full length long-form podcast returns january of next year january of 2022 i'm currently in the recording stage for that podcast working on it hard to bring these episodes to you Episodes that I'm extremely, extremely excited about and that I think will help you. So like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the content on this channel. I can assure you I'm working hard to give you quality, to bring you quality information that both informs and inspires you. Thank you for being a part of this community of people who want to listen to what I have to say. Thank you.
let's say you fell asleep, right? You went into a comatose state, uh, let's say October of 2020, meaning you were in this comatose state and you didn't really, you know, wake up and come to until, mm, let's say, November 1st of 2021. Mm, we could push it back to October 30th, 2021, a year later, basically. Let's say you didn't know what was going on politically and you just wanted to, to turn on CNN or, or, or hey, you, you're a Virginia resident and you want to turn on the channel and see what's going on there. As you hear, there's now a governor's race and there's this guy named Yunkin or Yunkan and you trying to, you, you, you don't know and there's McAuliffe or McAuliffe, you don't know how to pronounce it, you're unfamiliar. But you're Virginia's voter, resident. And you clicking and you're trying to figure out what's going to go politically catch up because you've been in a comatose state for about a year. Hmm. Some assumptions I think a person in that fictional scenario would would probably come away with watching the national discourse, listening to media pundits and many Democrats and many on the left is that this is Donald Trump versus somebody. And they will probably think Donald Trump is still in the White House and all of that. But as us, as those who are alive and well and pay attention, know that Donald Trump is no longer in the White House. Joe Biden is a Democrat is. We know that if we're paying attention, that Donald Trump has stayed far away from the Virginia gubernatorial race. In fact, not giving a rally or anything directly for the Republican candidate, Glenn Youngkin, given him his, his endorsement of which Youngkin has received graciously, but not at all, not at all. Has he directly put his footprint over Glenn Youngkin or on this race? Speaking of Donald Trump, but somehow many Democrats, including the current president of the United States, Joe Biden. And the Democrat gubernatorial candidate Glenn Youngkin have attempted in many ways to make this about Donald Trump. It's jarring. Not only have they attempted to make this about Donald Trump and his alleged so-called white supremacist, racist, Nazism, fascism that has taken over the right. Arr, be scared. But it is the closing refrain of a very chaotic, machine-like, but still yet chaotic and destructive machine establishment politician by the name of Terry McCullough. Listen to this. McCullough wants to make this about a man who's not on the ballot in Virginia. Terry McAuliffe's campaign in Virginia is all about Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Trump. 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 Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. 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 Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Trump. 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 Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump. He keeps invoking Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump. Have you made this race too much about Trump? 
no. Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, 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 Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, 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 it's kind of getting old. I want to look at what Democrats, particularly white liberals, are doing to woo the, vac- the black vote in Virginia. As it is being reported, McCullough is struggling to secure black voters. I want to look at that. I want to talk about that. I want to analyze that. I want to Look into that. And will black voters deliver Virginia as they did for Biden? Will they do it for Terry McCullough? Let's look at this. McCullough Yunkin scrambled for voters in home stretch of Virginia's neck and neck gubernatorial race. Democrat Terry McCullough from Republican Glenn Yunkin barnstorm Virginia on Monday in their final get out the vote push on the eve of the governor's election. The first competitive statewide election since President Biden took office in January. Campaigning with former Governor Bob McDonald and former Senator George Allen and Roanoke, Mr. Yunkin said the election is, quote, our moment to change the trajectory of this great commonwealth. This is our moment to come together. Lock arms and lead, Mr. Yunkin said. Together we can make this happen. But we must must show on mass tomorrow. Mr. McCullough closed out his campaign with a familiar warning. Mr. Yunkin is cast from the same mold as former President Donald Trump. Quote, McCullough said. We have rejected the racism, the hate, the division and the lies of Donald Trump twice. And tomorrow we will do it again. Mr. McCullough, 64, said. On social media, Mr. Yonkin, 54, former private equity CEO and political newcomer, started out as an underdog, but entered the final hours of the campaign, locked in a neck and neck race with Mr. McAuliffe in a state that Mr. Biden won a year ago by double digits, exactly about 10 percentage points. Mr. Yonkin is fighting to become the first Republican to win statewide since 2009 and hand the Republican Party bragging rights heading into 2022 midterm elections where Democrats will be defending their fragile grip on the House and the Senate. The key here is power. Mr. McCullough, meanwhile, is out to prove that the Democratic takeover of Richmond in recent years was no fluke and that concerns about Mr. Biden's struggles are overblown. But yet this is the same McCullough who said that, and I will get to it, Joe Biden is a drag on his campaign. Mr. Young, Mr. McAuliffe has made, as this article points out, has made Trump the centerpiece of it. And then I guess polling obviously has changed and and, and consultants have said, ah, you probably should back away from that. This is a Trump thing. This is making this about Trump. And it appears he begins to walk that back a little bit. But still, he closes out the campaign saying Yunkin, who is more like a Mitt Romney than Trump, if we're being honest, 
in terms of aesthetic, uh, take it out of politics in terms of aesthetic and who has really built a coalition of the Trump voter base that you need now at this point in American history to win anything in the Republican Party and the old style Republicans who were not as comfortable with Trump and the Trump style, the suburban, as I say, women and suburban voters. The thing about it is this, what brought this race head to head, and many have been saying is education, is education. I have here voters saying, hey, the existing institutions have failed America's students for decades. This election is about parents rising up and demanding what's best for their kids. Support for school choice, another one said, will decide elections. And they believe that this is that. This is it. I had a voter said that there should be no politics in, hear this, in school. Hence now this phenomenon as they're hemorrhaging and working to secure black voters as we talked about hence the phenomenon of the white liberal something i have written about it's in the book behind me it's in my book the race fetish volume one but it is them activating black celebrity black political elites black intelligentsia to galvanize the black vote ignoring the issues you run the risk and they do it all the time many when you take race and these other oppressive groups and make that the pitch to the people that you're trying to vote for that you're trying to get to vote for you you run the risk of not dealing with the issues one thing I don't like is any candidate that says vote for me because the other guy's horrible. No. Okay. Maybe you think that maybe I may agree with you, but why should I vote for you? What policies are going to implement? What do you stand for? And what I think the Yunkin campaign did well was towards the end, they were less on the defensive and more on the offensive, particularly as it concerns the issue of education. Let's look at this story. White liberals target black voters in tight VA Virginia governor's race. Will it work? The last ditch effort of Democrats to court the black vote in Virginia's governor's race sadly reinforces this idea. And a lot of people agree with me, but I think it's to be true. Republicans ignore the black vote by and large and Democrats take it for granted. Let's look at this. Let's look at this. This was from October. Fifth, about a month ago, black voters were central to Terry McCullough winning Virginia 2013. Will they help him again? The pitch is being made now to black America, and it's being made through the lens of race. Who would have thought? So unoriginal, right? Democrats in Virginia, a state Joe Biden won, as I mentioned, by 10 percentage points in 2020, are pushing, Democrats are pushing to shore up support among black Virginia voters ahead of a tight governor's race, a race that is much closer than Democrats expected. Virginia is a bellwether state and could foreshadow electoral performance in the 2022 midterms. GOP gubernatorial hopeful Glenn Youngkin has leaned into education and outrage over mandates in terms of COVID, 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 COVID vaccine mandates, mass mandates, etc., and critical race theory. 
which polls show have suggested might put him in the governor's mansion. Former Democrat Governor Terry McAuliffe is facing off against Yunkin, who is leading in the race by six points, six, 61 percent to his 55 percent, according to recent polling by the Watson Center. In the last lap of this dead heat race, Democrats are turning to their old reliable and often unquestionable lo loyal voting block, black America. This tactic may work as McCulloch and other Democrats have, as they are known to do during an election cycle, used race to drive voter turnout. However, if polling data is any indication of potential black voter performance in this gubernatorial race, Democrats may not succeed. Black voters approval rating for the Democrat Party's leadership is steadily dropping, falling nearly 18 percentage points since July, according to, to recent polling by the Pew Research Center. A morning consult poll conducted last month found that Biden's net approval percentage of those approving minus the percentage of those disapproving net approval is, is percentage of those approving minus those up of those of the net approval is those approving minus percentage of those disapproving. That net approval among black voters has dropped 17 percentage points since mid-August. As reported by the New York Post, as of September 20th, Biden's net approval sat at 47 percent, meaning the majority of black voters disapprove of Joe Biden. That's down from 59 percent on September 8th, the day before he announced labor-related vaccine mandates. Biden, who has endorsed and supported, who McCullough has said is a drag on his campaign, could cost a tone death McCullough the governor's mansion. We are facing a lot of headwinds from Washington, McCullough said. A he's the, obviously, he's the former governor and the former uh, head of the DNC. As you know, the president is unpopular today. Unfortunately, he in Virginia. Unfortunately, here in Virginia, so we've got to plow through. So you have at the top of the ticket unpopular leadership in the form of Joe Biden. You have in the making a deficit of black voters, but yet you gin up race and racial hatred to do so. And guess what? The operatives are out in full effect. Juan Williams, the infamous one, saying parents' rights is cold for white race. Politics. Rawr. So vote Democrat because if there's a candidate that says that you should have a say so in your child's education, it's racist. So, whether you agree about critical race theory, whether you know what critical race theory is, there are parents legitimately concerned about what they perceive critical race theory to be and what they are and what is being taught to their children. And it ain't, excuse my improper grammar, it ain't just black, it ain't just white parents. It's some black ones, too. Listen to this. So I just put my children on the school bus, you know, and I tell my children every morning that they can be whatever they want to be when they grow up as long as they work hard. What they're trying to start doing right now is teaching in schools that a system is designed to keep them down. And what everybody knows is that I did 15 years in prison. What everybody don't know is the story. The story is I was a black criminal. I had a black judge. I had a black lawyer and it was a black prosecutor. That's four black men in different levels of life based off of the work ethic that they put in. I was a criminal, so I was on my way to prison. The black man was a judge because he had went to school and worked hard to become a judge. 
The black lawyer had went to school to learn how to be a black lawyer. Four different black men. There was no white man holding us down. We was holding ourselves down. I held myself down. So critical race theory is wrong, just based off of that alone. He don't look like a white supremacist to me. He don't look like he's a part of the Lincoln Lincoln Project to me. They can't acknowledge it on a national level because if they did, Tim McCullough said, hey, their parents, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, that are concerned about what's being taught in the kids' schools, in Virginia particularly, infamously, we know, of Loudoun County. If he conceded that, he concedes the race. Because he's offering no solution. In fact, Obama, who's campaigned for him, and others have said, oh, this is not a problem. It's not a problem. It's just, it's just culture wars fake. It's not a problem. Dismissing the problem does not alleviate the problem or dismissing the concern does not make parents less concerned or make people less concerned. And these people are your voters. If racial animus was as bad, as prevalent, as rampant and rapid and widespread, whatever adjective, if it was that, as much as the Democratic Party and as much as this campaign has made it out to be, and I'm saying this as a black man, you would have to get Lincoln Project Democrat operatives, some allegedly tied to the McAuliffe campaign dressing up as white supremacists and staging a, 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 a Nazi white supremacist photo op in front of a Yonkin bus to prove a point. You wouldn't have to do that. I, I, I think it's insulting to do something like that. Let's look at this. This is written in the Grio. It's on Yahoo News, but it's written for the Grio, the Grio staff. This was published on November 1st. And it says black women voters in Virginia say they won't be taken for granted. I submit to you that they have taken you for granted and they will take you for granted and they want your vote. And nothing else. Across the aisle, black women are saying they want more representation. We are not a monolith and they're and black people are. If you look at it, black people are socially conservative, but they don't vote that way. We can debate why that is, but that's just the reality of it. Virginia voters on Tuesday will make history by electing the Commonwealth's first woman of color lieutenant governor, Democrat Hala Alala. I ain't pronouncing that right. Who is Afro-Latino. She's Afro-Latino. I'm not pronouncing her name right. And Republican Winsome Sears, who is black, either or, depending on who they elect. Right. But for many. Black women voters who have arguably the most to gain in terms of winning more representation in the state house and executive branch making history isn't the main draw in this election, which Democrats are banking on. They're banking on as they did in, in the 2020 presidential election, the symbolism of it all. Right. They're really taking the, the, the model of Joe Biden, stick a black woman next to a white man. Don't let her get too close to power, but let her get in proximity to power. And then you can bank on securing the black vote because the black vote is slowly diluting and becoming, in many ways, in many senses, complacent. Lieutenant Governor 
is, quote, more of a symbolic role whose main job is to cast tie-breaking votes. Kelly Hebron, chair of the Fairfax County Democratic Committee Black Caucus, told the Grio, the battle for the governor's mansion is what's going to matter most. Vying for the top job are Democrat Terry McAuliffe and Glenn Youngkin. We know that. Black women typically lean heavily Democrat. We know that. With them, 90% of black women voting for Joe Biden over Donald Trump. And black women voters in Virginia played a major role in the push for Biden's 10 point, 10 percentage point victory in that swing state. So they're banking by trying out Juan Williams and his race baiting and all these other people. They're banking on using the emotions of black voters. Hear me. They're banking on using the emotions. They're depending on using the emotions of black voters, taking the emotions of black voters, manipulating them, ginning up animosity, fear, and anger. That if you vote for Glenn Youngkin, or if Glenn Youngkin wins, ah, racist, racist Virginia. Instead of running on the issues and saying, hey, we stand for this. We believe this. This is what we want to do. This is why it's better than what he wants to do. Vote for us. Instead of doing that, Anything he wants to do, everything he wants to do is racist. It's laughable, but it's sad that the Democrat pitch for the last 10, 15, maybe even you can dare argue 20, 30 years is Republicans racist, vote for us. School choice, no racist, vote for us. First step back, no racist, vote for us. Getting you off of government dependence? No, 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 no. Vote for us. Cutting your taxes? Oh, no, 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 no. Vote for us. Racist. Vote for us. It's quite sad. I close out the article I wrote on my Substack. You can go to jshakur.substack.com or just go to jshakur Media. Click on op-eds. It'll take you right to it. I closed out it saying. I closed it out saying this. McAuliffe, who is facing what polls indicate is an enthusiasm gap among Democrats, especially black voters, who are a key part of the party's base, is putting on a full court press to break through the perceived complacency. It is one of the tactics that gave Biden power in this state in November, and it is a tactic that McAuliffe and company hope will gain, will give him power. Those who have the true power are voters. In this case, this referendum against the Biden regime, black voters who will choose. Let's see if voters will choose bogus racial narratives, fake outrage, and the general incompetence of the current ruling elite. I'm interested in how this plays out at the end. I'm interested in what happens tonight. I'll be watching. I wanted to really hone in and analyze this for you guys as they make their last ditch effort. And it's been in the news. Black people say Virginia. Black people need your vote. But they only show up in that election year. And you can tell race is like a plaything for them because you have groups like the Lincoln Project fabricating a gathering of white nationalists or white supremacists. You have to fake it 
Really? That's insulting. It means you know you can use race to manipulate voters. And you're doing it. It's not right. We need people to speak out, speak out, up, speak out against that. Because it's not right. I get politics is dirty, but using race, using the emotions of a voting block, i.e. black people, to win elections is not right. It's sickening. It is sickening. It is sickening. We'll see what happens in this Virginia governor's gubernatorial race. I um have no predictions personally. Um, polls are polls, and that's all they are. At the end of the day, it's always about turnout. I would love to know what you guys think. I'd love to know what what you guys feel. Um, it's kind of disheartening to see how they use Black America and use black people for power. It's a power play. It is a power play. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope, 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 hope something was said that, that informed you, enlightened you. Share this. Tell others about this podcast, Just Your Core Report. Tell others about what we're doing here on this channel, YouTube channel. And if you're listening via Spotify, iTunes podcast, Google podcast, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, we're, we're available on all major podcasting platforms. Again, thank you all for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Like, share, comment if you're watching via YouTube. If you're listening on Spotify, leave a five-star review. I would love to hear what you guys think about the podcast. Thank you guys for listening to this special election edition of Jay Shakur Reports. Thank <laughs> you.